the law school of america tax credits corporations like other businesses may be eligible for various tax credits which reduce federal state or local income tax the largest of these by dollar volume is the federal foreign tax credit this credit is allowed to all taxpayers for income taxes paid to foreign countries the credit is limited to that part of federal income tax before other credits generated by foreign source taxable income the credit is intended to mitigate taxation of the same income to the same taxpayer by two or more countries and has been a feature of the us system since 1918 other credits include credits for certain wage payments credits for investments in certain types of assets including certain motor vehicles credits for use of alternative fuels and off highway vehicle use natural resource related credits and others tax deferral deferral is one of the main features of the worldwide tax system that allows us multinational companies to delay paying taxes on foreign profits under us tax law companies are not required to pay us tax on their foreign subsidiaries profits for many years even indefinitely until the earnings are returned to us therefore it was one of the main reasons that us corporations paid low taxes even though the corporate tax rate in the us was one of the highest rates 35% in the world although since january 1 2018 the corporate tax rate has been changed to a flat 21% deferral is beneficial for us companies to raise the cost of capital relatively to their foreign based competitors their foreign subsidiaries can reinvest their earnings without incurring additional tax that allows them to grow faster it is also valuable to us corporations with global operations especially for corporations with income in low tax countries Some of the largest and most profitable US corporations pay exceedingly low tax rates through their use of subsidiaries in so-called tax haven countries. 83 of the United States 100 biggest public companies have subsidiaries in countries that are listed as tax havens or financial privacy jurisdictions, according to the Government Accountability Office. However, tax deferral encourages US companies to make job-creating investments offshore even if similar investments in the United States can be more profitable. absent tax considerations furthermore companies try to use accounting techniques to record profits offshore by any way even if they keep actual investment and jobs in the united states this explains why us corporations report their largest profits in low tax countries like the netherlands luxembourg and bermuda though clearly that is not where most real economic activity occurs interest deduction limitations a tax deduction is allowed at the federal state and local levels for interest expenses incurred by a corporation in carrying out its business activities where such interest is paid to related parties such deduction may be limited the classification of instruments as debt on which interest is deductible or as equity with respect to which distributions are not deductible is highly complex and based on court developed law the courts have considered 26 factors in deciding whether an instrument is debt or equity and no single factor predominates Federal tax rules also limit the deduction of interest expense paid by corporations to foreign shareholders based on a complex calculation designed to limit the deduction to 50% of cash flow. Some states have other limitations on related party payments of interest and royalties. Other corporate events. US rules provide that certain corporate events are not taxable to corporations or shareholders. Significant restrictions and special rules often apply. The rules related to such transactions are quite complex and exist primarily at the federal level. Many of the states follow federal tax treatment for such events. Formation. The formation of a corporation by controlling corporate or non-corporate shareholders is generally a non-taxable event. 
Generally, in tax-free formations the tax attributes of assets and liabilities are transferred to the new corporation along with such assets and liabilities. Example, John and Mary are United States residents who operate a business. They decided to incorporate for business reasons. They transfer assets of the business to NUCO, a newly formed Delaware corporation of which they are the sole shareholders, subject to accrued liabilities of the business, solely in exchange for common shares of NUCO. This transfer should not generally cause gain or loss recognition for John, Mary, or NUCO. NUCO assumes John and Mary's tax basis in the assets it acquires. If on the other hand NUCO also assumes a bank loan in excess of the basis of the assets transferred less the accrued liabilities, John and Mary will recognize taxable gain for such excess. Acquisitions Corporations may merge or acquire other corporations in a manner treated as non-taxable to either of the corporations and or to their shareholders. Generally, significant restrictions apply if tax-free treatment is to be obtained. For example, Bitco acquires all of the shares of Smallco from Smallco shareholders in exchange solely for Bitco shares. This acquisition is not taxable to Smallco or its shareholders under U.S. tax law if certain requirements are met, even if Smallco is then liquidated into or merged with Bitco. Reorganizations In addition, corporations may change key aspects of their legal identity, capitalization, or structure in a tax-free manner. Examples of reorganizations that may be tax-free include mergers, liquidations of subsidiaries, share-for-share exchanges, exchanges of shares for assets, changes in form or place of organization, and recapitalizations. Advanced tax planning might mitigate tax risks resulting from a business reorganization or potentially enhance tax savings. Distribution of earnings. Shareholders of corporations are subject to corporate or individual income tax when corporate earnings are distributed. Such distribution of earnings is generally referred to as a dividend. Dividends received by other corporations may be taxed at reduced rates, or exempt from taxation, if the dividends received deduction applies. Dividends received by individuals, if the dividend is a qualified dividend, are taxed at reduced rates. Exceptions to shareholder taxation apply to certain non-routine distributions, including distributions in liquidation of an 80% subsidiary or in complete termination of a shareholder's interest. If a corporation makes a distribution in a non-cash form, it must pay tax on any gain in value of the property distributed. The United States does not generally require withholding tax on the payment of dividends to shareholders. However, withholding tax is required if the shareholder is not a U.S. citizen or resident or U.S. corporation, or in some other circumstances. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. Earnings and Profits U.S. corporations are permitted to distribute amounts in excess of earnings under the laws of most states under which they may be organized. A distribution by a corporation to shareholders is treated as a dividend to the extent of earnings and profits, E&P a tax concept similar to retained earnings. E&P is current taxable income, with significant adjustments, plus prior E&P reduced by distributions of E&P. Adjustments include depreciation differences under MACRS, addback of most tax-exempt income, and deduction of many non-deductible expenses, for example, 50% of meals and entertainment. Corporate distributions in excess of E&P are generally treated as a return of capital to the shareholders. Liquidation. The liquidation of a corporation is generally treated as an exchange of a capital asset under the Internal Revenue Code. 
If a shareholder bought stock for $300 and received $500 worth of property from a corporation in a liquidation, that shareholder would recognize a capital gain of $200. An exception is when a parent corporation liquidates a subsidiary, which is tax-free so long as the parent owns more than 80% of the subsidiary. There are certain anti-abuse rules to avoid the engineering of losses in corporate liquidations. Foreign Corporation Branches The United States taxes foreign, for example, non-U.S., corporations differently than domestic corporations. Foreign corporations generally are taxed only on business income when the income is effectively connected with the conduct of a U.S. trade or business, for example, in a branch. This tax is imposed at the same rate as the tax on business income of a resident corporation. The U.S. also imposes a branch profits tax on foreign corporations with a U.S. branch, to mimic the dividend withholding tax which would be payable if the business was conducted in a U.S. subsidiary corporation and profits were remitted to the foreign parent as dividends. The branch profits tax is imposed at the time profits are remitted or deemed remitted outside the U.S. In addition, foreign corporations are subject to withholding tax at 30% on dividends, interest, royalties, and certain other income. Tax treaties may reduce or eliminate this tax. This tax applies to a dividend equivalent amount, which is the corporation's effectively connected earnings and profits for the year, less investments the corporation makes in its U.S. assets, money and adjusted basis of property connected with the conduct of a U.S. trade or business. The tax is imposed even if there is no distribution. Consolidated Returns Corporations 80% or more owned by a common parent corporation may file a consolidated return for federal and some state income taxes. These returns include all income, deductions and credits of all members of the controlled group, generally expressed without intercompany eliminations. Some states allow or require a combined or consolidated return for U.S. members of a unitary group under common control and in related businesses. Certain transactions between group members may not be recognized until the occurrence of events for other members. For example, if company A sells goods to sister company B, the profit on the sale is deferred until company B uses or sells the goods. All members of a consolidated group must use the same tax year. Transfer Pricing Transactions between a corporation and related parties are subject to potential adjustment by tax authorities. These adjustments may be applied to both U.S. and foreign-related parties and to individuals, corporations, partnerships, estates, and trusts. Alternative Taxes The United States Federal Alternative Minimum Tax was eliminated in 2018. Corporations may also be subject to additional taxes in certain circumstances. These include taxes on excess accumulated undistributed earnings and personal holding companies and restrictions on graduated rates for personal service corporations. Some states, such as New Jersey, impose alternative taxes based on measures other than taxable income. Among such measures are gross income, pipeline revenues, gross receipts, and various asset or capital measures. In addition, some states impose a tax on capital of corporations or on shares issued and outstanding. The U.S. State of Michigan previously taxed businesses on an alternative basis that did not allow compensation of employees as a tax deduction and allowed full deduction of the cost of production assets upon acquisition. Tax Returns Corporations subject to U.S. tax must file federal and state income tax returns. Different tax returns are required at the federal and some state levels for different types of corporations or corporations engaged in specialized businesses. 
The United States has 13 variations on the basic form 1120 for S corporations, insurance companies, domestic international sales corporations, foreign corporations, and other entities. The structure of the forms and the embedded schedules vary by type of form. United States federal corporate tax returns require both computation of taxable income from components thereof and reconciliation of taxable income to financial statement income. Corporations with assets exceeding $10 million must complete a detailed three-page reconciliation on Schedule M3 indicating which differences are permanent, for example, do not reverse, such as disallowed expenses or tax-exempt interest, and which are temporary, for example, differences in when income or expense is recognized for book and tax purposes. Some state corporate tax returns have significant embedded or attached schedules related to features of the state's tax system that differ from the federal system. Preparation of non-simple corporate tax returns can be time-consuming. For example, the U.S. Internal Revenue Service states that the average time needed to complete Form 1120-S for privately held companies electing flow-through status is over 56 hours, not including record-keeping time. Federal corporate tax returns for most types of corporations are due by the 15th day of the third month following the tax year, March 15th for calendar year. State corporate tax return due dates vary, but most are due either on the same date or one month after the federal due date. Extensions of time to file are routinely granted. Penalties may be imposed at the federal and state levels for late filing or non-filing of corporate income tax returns. In addition, other substantial penalties may apply with respect to failures related to returns and tax return computations. Intentional failure to file or intentional filing of incorrect returns may result in criminal penalties to those involved. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike License. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America